Hi, my name is Kristen farrington Dedman. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm the minister of children at First United Methodist Church in downtown Birmingham, Alabama. I was surprised and honored when Stephanie and Lynn asked me to record this. I believe they saw some prayers I wrote for the church in response to violence in our world, but have asked me to share specifically today about incorporating prayer into daily life with kids. Whether you have kids or not, work with kids or not, or even like kids or not, I hope you'll continue in this practice with me, because even as an adult, I find these themes helpful in my daily faith journey. Before we begin, I'd love to take a moment to share a little bit about myself. I grew up in the small town of Dadeville, Alabama, and not even within city limits, but farther out on Lake Martin. I graduated from Auburn University and was active with Camps Matonga and the Auburn Wesley Foundation. After college, I moved to Birmingham to work in marketing for a financial firm before moving to Atlanta to work as the communication director for United Methodist Volunteers and Mission for the Southeastern Jurisdiction. I moved back to Birmingham for a guy, the one I would later marry. I worked in marketing for the United Methodist Children's Home, which is now Embrace Alabama Kids. I made the jump to full-time children's ministry work in 2016, and I have loved every minute. I'm the mom of three young kids, an eight-year-old daughter, and five and three-year-old sons. I'm a full-time working parent with a huge love of nature, play, and connecting with people. And I most frequently connect with God through nature, play, and connections with people. Those three themes are where I find clarity, peace, and energy. Back in 2006, when my grandma Betty passed away, I inherited her book and journal collection. Betty was a saint in our family. Her collection of books and journals was a jackpot. Now, not as a teenager, but today, this collection is now my jackpot, my beloved treasure. One book that she completely destroyed with her notes is titled Altars Under the Sky by Dorothy Wells Peace. This book, in Grandma's Notes, transformed my ideas and learned understanding of where and how we can pray to the divine. A simple, small collection of prayers and poems in this book taught me to explore which locations connect me with God, and it might be a different location from what I learned as a child. Now, as an adult working in ministry, I encourage kids to practice and try lots of methods and places and truly learn that all communication with God is holy and important. If you step into our Sunday school lessons, you might see us practicing a full body prayer, wiggling our toes, shaking our elbows, waving our arms, and shaking our heads as we connect these pieces of our body with God in thanksgiving. Or you might catch us taking off our shoes to mimic Moses' reaction to holy ground that we found in Exodus. We might then take a walk around the courtyard, feeling the grass, the rocks, the wet mud, as we connect these pieces of our creation and our own bodies with God in adoration. With kids, we use these big theological words for sure, but it's helpful to break them down into concrete understanding. 
And isn't that great to do for ourselves as adults too? Intercession, teaching that to children. God, we pray for our friends and family. We ask you to care for our pets. We pray right now for my sister's big toe that's hurting this morning. Adoration. God, you are good. You are loving. You are our best friend. And more, you might catch us practicing the five-finger prayer. It's a simple Google search. I did not create this. I don't know who created it. I think I learned it when I was 13. (laughs) But these are the ones that I like to use with our, our children. So if you will, take a look at your left hand as we practice this together. Holding up your left thumb like a thumbs up. We praise God for being awesome and thumbs up amazing. We can use lots of words to describe this, and you can just take a moment now to do that. Now, using your pointer finger, we point to the people and the places we'd like to pray for specifically. Maybe our mom or the school. Maybe we want to point to our home or our pets. You can take a second now and do that. Now take a look at all of your fingers held up high, and you'll see your middle finger is probably the tallest finger on your hand. It is on mine. And when we look at our middle finger, we pray for our leaders. It's the tallest one on our hand, so we pray for those who lead us. Maybe it's our principal, our preacher, the president, anyone who leads us. You can take a moment to do so now. Now, when you look at your ring finger, with children, we talk about this vein that runs from the, our left finger directly to our heart. It runs all the way up our left arm directly to our heart. And so with our left finger, our left ring finger, we pray specifically for the things that are closest to our hearts. Maybe our fears or our wishes. Maybe our dreams that we haven't spoken aloud or the things that keep us up at night. The deepest parts of our hearts, this is what we pray for. Maybe we pray now. And finally, our pinky finger, the smallest finger. And with our pinky finger, we remember and we pray for all of those in our world who are hurting, who are lonely, who are left out in our world. May we do so. And friends, there are so many more, so many options for praying with kids. Bubble prayers are so much fun. You just hop outside and use a bubble wand. And as we blow softly through the bubble wand, we think of a prayer quietly. And we watch our prayers float to heaven. Drawing prayers are excellent with kids. Pull out some watercolors or crayons. Turn on some soft music and invite them to draw what is on their hearts. Breath prayers are simple, and I love to do these with my kids, specifically at home, where we take a deep breath and we inhale, 
and we say, God, guide me, oh God. And on our exhale, my hope is in you. Or we inhale, my heart is glad. And on the exhale, and my body can rest. Breath prayers can be one word, and it can be no words. A moving prayer for our active friends. Something like, as you are walking around a room or outside, when you step with your left foot, repeat out loud, may I move for justice. And with my right foot, may I move for love. With my left foot, may I move as a peacemaker. And with my right foot, and may I always praise you. Using sidewalk chalk to draw a huge labyrinth for kids to walk, run, or hop, you can give a word for them to focus on at each turn. And hearing the sirens in the background, I'm sure you can hear that too. I'm in a downtown church recording. I'm going to get to that in just a second. But right now, let's just take a moment to pause. Picking back up with kids, you can teach a simple psalm and repeat it in different voices, which is silly and fun. For example, Psalm 148, verses 1 and 2. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise the Lord in the heights. Praise the Lord, all his angels. Praise the Lord, all his hosts. And now, kids, let's pray it in a grasshopper voice. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise the Lord in the heights. Praise the Lord, all his angels. Praise the Lord, all his hosts. Now, friends, let's try it like a robot. Hallelujah, praise the Lord from the heavens, and so on. You could try it like a surfer dude. Hallelujah, praise the Lord from the heavens, praise the Lord from the heights. And it might seem irreverent or silly to try this, but if the point is to communicate with God and to teach kids that it's good and fun, try anything. It'll be fun. One thing we do, too, with kids when teaching the Lord's Prayer. We practice this in our church several times throughout the year. I usually spend a whole month diving deep into the Lord's Prayer with our kids. And when we are learning the Lord's Prayer, we break down each line, but we also learn it in different languages, showing that the Lord's Prayer is open to all people. And this last January... We learned the Lord's Prayer in American Sign Language, and it was so meaningful for the kids to be able to learn this holy and special prayer in two languages, both in English and in ASL. And then they can practice it at home, and it helps you remember the words when you put movements to it. Now, with kids, routine is huge, so I encourage the parents in our church to see what natural rhythms they have in their homes and to try to incorporate prayers in ways that feel like second nature. For example, around the table for meals, offering a simple prayer of thanksgiving. Or in the car, if they see an ambulance or fire truck, or like we just heard, a fire truck pass by. Taking a pause and offering a prayer of safety and healing. I do this frequently with my children when they're in the car and we're driving and we see a helper go by. We talk about the helpers. And then we say a prayer together. And it is typically me just saying out loud, but it's a moment of modeling. 
At bedtime, simple prayers can form deep connections for our parent and child, and they might come in the form of a lullaby, maybe at Christmas singing softly away in a manger, or at Easter singing softly a Hosanna chorus. Offering a prayer for the new school year, praying for teachers and administrators, offering a prayer on birthdays, celebrating life, goodness, so much more. And this can happen at the youngest of ages. I remember when my my now eight-year-old was an infant, brand new, just days old, staring in wonder at her and offering prayers to God, both because I was terrified, but I was so deeply thankful. As kids see us model this, they'll practice it too. I frequently will carry a laundry basket and while walking will pray out loud, Thank you, God, for clean clothes and a warm bed. It's fast, but it's still holy. I think the most important piece is simply to encourage kids to practice and explore. My hope is that they know that I am not the expert, but I am on this journey with them. I'm wondering and growing with them. There are no bad questions And the adults in the room might not have all the answers, but we can answer as best as we can, and we can simply wonder with them. My hope is that kids will own their relationship with Jesus and see it as a personal connection. We discuss a lot about how we maintain friendships at school, and that requires openness, honesty, and curiosity. The same thing is true for our friendship with Jesus. We talk to our friends, listen to our friends, and wonder about our friends. As we end, a few books that have been helpful to me as a teacher and as a mom are To Light Their Way by Kayla Craig and Prayers for Faithful Families by Tracy Smith. You can find both of them at your local bookstore. I hope this opens up a wondering for you and your prayer practices. And I hope you'll step outside with your shoes off, feel the breeze on your face in the wet mud or dirt under your feet, and maybe offer a bubble prayer if you have a bubble wand nearby. Watch your prayer float to God on the breeze and quietly whisper, Amen. <laughs>